This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have an overcast sky at this hour, 53 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday. It's the 16th of February, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've already reached our high temperature for the day as we're seeing the temperature fall all the way down to the mid-40s by 5 o'clock this afternoon. We'll see sunny skies. It's going to be windy out. Gusts as high as 25 miles an hour out of the west-northwest. Partly cloudy tonight or low 29 with gusty winds. Sunny and windy on Friday, a high of 49. Friday night, clear in 28 with winds becoming calm. The winds pick back up on Saturday with a partly sunny sky. We'll have a high in the low 50s and then up to the low 60s with sunshine and gusty winds on Sunday. Again, right now, overcast and 53 at the KVOM studios. Let's take time to congratulate our employee of the day today. It's Holly Bailey at Sacred Heart Catholic School. Obituaries this morning. Tina Barlow-Brown, age 65 of Moralton, died on Friday, February 10th. Rosary will be this morning at 9 at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with visitation until the funeral mass at 10 with Father Jack Harris officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Bessie Massey, age 88 of Jerusalem, died on Monday, February 13th. Funeral service will be this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel with Pastor Chris Bradley officiating. Burial will be at Robertstown Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Now 7.33, let's turn to news this morning. Local law enforcement agencies work together to get a large quantity of illegal drugs off the streets of Moralton. The Moralton Police Department, in cooperation with the Conway County Sheriff's Office, the 15th Judicial District Drug Task Force, and 5th Judicial District Drug Task Force, were able to execute a search warrant Wednesday at a home in Moralton but they located large amounts of methamphetamine, marijuana, and fentanyl. A large sum of cash and drug paraphernalia were also seized during the operation. The South Conway County School District will use a school safety grant to provide more secure entrances to all buildings at each school campus. The district's Board of Education this week approved a bid of nearly $97,000 from Progressive Technology to install access controls on all exterior doors that don't currently have it. According to Superintendent Sean Halbrook, 43 doors already have access control, which requires a fob for entrance rather than a physical key, and the remaining 26 doors will be getting that added security feature with funds from the grant. It's part of the school safety grant they want schools to harden, and one of the things is access controls. That's in priority one. We received $182,225 of school safety grant to harden our schools to make them more secure. This $96,804.08 will come out of that money. The board also approved a change order on a previously approved door project at Moralton Junior High School that reduces the cost of that project by more than $23,000. Other projects approved by the board include a change order for the re-roofing of the Moralton High School office, to also put a new roof over the cafeteria at an additional $125,000 and a new project to replace a section of the high school that has a shingled roof with a metal roof for $49,000.
7.35. It's overcast in 53 at the KVOM studios. We've already hit our high temperature today, and we'll see the temperature fall into the mid-40s by 5 o'clock this afternoon. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. With an overcast sky, 53 degrees at the KVOM studios. A 31-year-old Hector woman has died as a result of injuries sustained in a vehicle pedestrian accident Wednesday night. Authorities say Brittany Duval was killed in the incident. State police reports indicate The victim was walking along Highway 105, just north of its intersection with Highway 328, when the accident occurred. A southbound vehicle topped a hill and was unable to avoid striking Duval, who was walking in the middle of their traffic lane. The incident occurred just after 9 p.m. Wednesday. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be asking the federal government to require the state's Medicaid expansion beneficiaries to work, go to school, or volunteer. The governor announced the waiver request at a press conference Wednesday. She said the request is designed to get able-bodied individuals to contribute to their community and join the workforce. People who have a connection to their community, either through work, through education, through volunteer activities, that should be an incentive for people not to be fully dependent on the government. Arkansas is still too far behind in making sure that able-bodied citizens are working and we've got to get more people off the sidelines and in the game. We need a clearer path for Arkansans to move from government dependency to financial independence. And today's announcement is a major step in that direction. Unlike the state's previous attempt at a work requirement, Arkansans would be shifted to traditional Medicaid coverage if they choose not to comply. Sanders said there are about 300,000 able-bodied adults who get Medicaid through the Our Home program. Department of Human Services Director Christy Putnam said the waiver amendment was expected to be published for a 30-day public comment period on April 23rd and then formally submitted June 1st. The proposed effective date is January 1st of 2024. A Bigelow High School student has qualified to compete at the state level in a future Farmers of America leadership contest. By placing second at the Northwest District Leadership Development event in the creed-speaking category, freshman Hannah Staples advances to compete alongside the other district winners and runners-up from the state at the 96th Arkansas FFA Convention and Expo. The creed-speaking LDE recognizes outstanding FFA members in 7th through 9th grades for their ability to present the National FFA Creed from memory and answer three questions related to it. Have you ever been curious about feeding cattle through the finishing process at a commercial feedlot or just to learn how your cattle feed, finish, and fit in today's industry? Are you looking to improve your pastures and hay fields or getting through the end of the drought-affected winter? If these are issues you're interested in, the Livestock and Forage Production Meeting on Tuesday, February 21st will cover some topics that could assist you in trying to cope with the last of winter 
and the early part of spring with forage and livestock information that's pertinent to your operation. The conference is being held in Damascus at the Damascus Road Cowboy Church at 170 Tyndall Avenue, starting at 5.30 p.m. with a welcome and supper sponsored by Farm Credit Services of Western Arkansas in Conway and Faulkner Counties. This program is being planned by the Faulkner, Conway, and Van Buren County offices of the University of Arkansas Division of Agriculture, Cooperative Extension Service. There's no cost to attend the conference. If you would like more information, you can contact the Conway County Extension Office at 501-977-2146 or your local county extension office. Now 740, let's check markets. Here's Samantha Casty of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. stocks fluctuated between gains and losses, but ended higher for the day. A jump in retail sales released this morning highlighted the economy's resilience, but yesterday's CPI offset some of the excitement as inflation is not falling as quickly as hoped. The Dow closed at 34,128, up 38 points. The Nasdaq closed at 12,070, up 110 points. Volume was moderate as 875 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 10 cents at $19.25. Bank of America was down 6 cents at $35.56. Deer and Company was up 73 cents at $410.04. Energy Corporation was up $1.46 at $107.55. Under Armour was up 20 cents at $9.58. Simmons Bank was up 51 cents at $23.22. Regions Financial was up 5 cents at $23.90. Southwestern Energy was down 9 cents at $5.22. Tyson Foods was up $0.36 cents at $61.25. Walmart was up $1.08 at $146.57. Live Ramp was up $0.86 cents at $26.05. Interpublic Group was down $0.10 cents at $37.48. Nextera Energy was up $0.91 cents at $76.94. Natural gas was down nine cents at two dollars and forty-seven cents. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down seventeen dollars and sixty cents at one thousand eight hundred forty-seven dollars and eighty cents. Silver was down twenty-four cents at twenty-one dollars and sixty-four cents. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, Grace Life Church in Moralton will have its monthly food distribution in the back parking lot of 400 North Cherry Street. Starting this morning at 8, new applicants need to bring proof of income, proof of residency, and a photo ID. Food will be distributed on a first-come, first-served basis. The Nathan G. Gordon Post 39 of the American Legion and Auxiliary in Moralton will distribute food boxes to veterans in Conway County today from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at CT Church next to the movie theater in Moralton. Veterans must provide a military ID to receive the boxes. Now tomorrow, the post will be at the Diane Wilson Senior Activity Center in Perryville to present food boxes to veterans in Perry County. Again, that'll be that same time from 11 to 1 on Friday. The South Conway County School District will dismiss classes for all students in grades K through 12 this afternoon at 2 for parent-teacher conferences, which will be held from 2.45 until 7.00. School will be closed Friday for winter break 
and Monday for President's Day. The Plumberville Lodge of Freemasons will meet tonight at 7. The Cinebridge Lodge of Freemasons meets Saturday night at 7. Mount Pleasant Baptist Church Highway 92 at Plummerville will have Camo Sunday this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. The event includes a wild game dinner, door prizes, and a trophy mount display. And Greater Union Hill Baptist Church will serve soup and salad to the community Sunday from noon to 1.30. Meals are take and go. They'll be available on a first-come, first-served basis. There's no cost. Donations will be accepted. Well, if you haven't downloaded the free KVOM mobile app, you need to do so. It's a great way to listen to our station on the go anywhere in the world. It's also one of the many ways that you can listen to the podcast of this newscast. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is available each weekday morning on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. And it's presented by Pettyjean State Bank. Now 744, overcast and 53 at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior high basketball teams now know who their opponent will be in their semifinal matchup of the 44 district tournament on Friday. The girls will play Mina. The boys will play Fountain Lake. In Wednesday's quarterfinal round, Mina's girls beat Ozark 46-29, while the Fountain Lake boys beat Walgren 50-38. Lady Devilog's game against Mina will be the first game of the night on Friday in Pottsville and will start at 4 p.m. The boys' game against Fountain Lake will be the last game of the night and is scheduled for 8 p.m. If Marlton wins Friday, we'll have the broadcast of the tournament finals on Saturday night from Pottsville live on KVOM. The finals of the 1A4 district tournament at Nemo Vista will be played Friday night. Those games will feature Nemo Vista against Wonderview in the girls' final at 6 p.m. and Wonderview against Guy Perkins in the boys' final at 7.30. The Arkansas men's basketball team lost its second consecutive game Wednesday night falling to Texas A&M 62-56. Razorbacks return home to face Florida on Saturday. The National Park College women's team picked up its ninth win of the season on Tuesday, beating Shorter College 58-53. Marlton's Jyla Calvin had 5 points, 10 rebounds, and 2 assists in that game for the Nighthawks. The Hendricks College men's team lost to Rhodes College 77-53 last night in Conway. One of his Caleb Squires had 6 points and 2 rebounds in that loss for the Warriors. And one of his Bailey Wright had a double and a run scored for the Louisiana Tech softball team on Wednesday. But the Lady Dexters lost for the first time this season falling to southeastern Louisiana 5-4. Take a look at weather now on this Thursday. We've got humidity right now at 94%. West winds at 12 miles per hour, gusting to around 20 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.84 inches. 
Low temperature this morning, 48 degrees. High yesterday, 76. A year ago today, the low was 54. The high was 67. And a little bit of rainfall last night, not a whole lot. 7, 100 of an inch at the KVM Studios. Brings our total for the year to an even 11 inches. Sunset this evening, 5.53. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.56. And a forecast does call for still a slight chance of some showers and thunderstorms uh, this morning, but becoming partly sunny. Temperatures falling, have been falling already this morning and will continue to do so. We'll generally be in the mid to upper 40s most of the day. We've probably already seen the day's high temperature. And it'll be a breezy day with wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour at times. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 29. Sunny tomorrow with a high near 49, and then partly sunny with a high near 52 on Saturday. Right now, we've got overcast conditions. 53 degrees in Marlton at 749 on KVOM. Newswalk continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.